1: Wow. Welcome to episode seven. I'm having a quarter life crisis and I'm going to go down the line of everything that's happening right now. So my apologies for not being here last week. I have plenty of stories for you and excuses for you. Very, very excusable excuses. So, okay, let's see. Where do I even start off? I'm. My birthday is on February 2nd. You know, having my quarter life crisis is happening. I can feel it happening. It's coming when you turn 25, your brain is fully developed. I am not as smart as I wanted to be at 25. So that's going good. That is a that is a total joke by the way. I think I'm very smart. But your brain does stop developing at 25. Pretty sure it's fully developed by then. But yeah, welcome to episode 7. Sorry I skipped it last week. I here, let me give you a breakdown of what we're going to talk about today. I'm drinking red, red, red. <laughs> yeah, that's a, that's today's specialty. It's red, red, wed. Okay, it's really good. Yeah, I'm drinking some red wine because I'm going through at, at 7 p.m. And I'm going through at 8 p.m., sorry. On a carpet. It's on the carpet. So if I spill it, it's game over. And guess what? It's not even my carpet. So pretty ballsy if you ask me you want to tell me that I don't have balls? Guess again. Guess again. Quick little rundown of what we're going to talk about in this podcast. So the first section I'm going to talk about my life and everything that happened in the past week because it has been a horrific week. I ruined my very expensive laptop. I I cut my own hair. Then I'm going to talk about the capital a little bit. There's actually a very meme-worthy video here that I need to show you because it is gold. We hit we hit the jackpot. We hit the goldmine with that video. I'm going to start crying when we go through that segment. It is so good. Then uh, I want to talk about the trending page on YouTube and a couple interesting things. I know it sounds boring, but trust me, (laughs) I got an explanation for it. I want to talk about short men because short men are great and cool. And then we'll get into some great lgbt stories and a reddit about grandma and farting on grandma okay so all right let's start out with sam's life all right hold on let me just take a sip of my red 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 red, real quick almost missed out on the asmr but that was today's asmr swallowing I was gonna make a joke. <laughs> um, what Donald Trump's mom should have done, but she, but unfortunately, okay, I'm sorry. Anyways, so what happened? What happened to the laptop? A series of unfortunate events by Sam Collins. So, I have a MacBook. You know, everybody who has a MacBook, everyone who has a Mac has to say they have a Mac. They never say that they have a PC or a laptop or a computer. It is, I have a Mac or I have a MacBook Pro, a MacBook Air. Okay. I'm cooler than you. We really aren't. Anyways, I specifically bought a nice MacBook Pro. I'm, I put, uh, all the good stuff in it. You know, I, I, you can do you could customize whatever you wanted internally in it. And since I video edit and I travel, I was like, yes, I'm going to make a very good hefty lap- laptop. Wow, I cannot talk. A laptop? <laughs> not doing a lot of laughing here after what happened to it. I feel like I'm full of jokes today. I feel like we're on a roll. I'm doing good. <laughs> but yeah, anyways, emphasizing the fact that it, is, it was expensive. It wasn't, uh, it wasn't out of the, you know, I didn't, it's not out of the park okay but it was it was a good amount of money and i'm very careless with things sometimes just i just that's what happens okay i spill a lot of things a lot the last macbook macbook that i had right not a laptop it was a macbook i spilled stuff on it too so this one got it in got it like a year ago and i uh I made, you know, I chef it up in the bar. So I made my own vodka soda. I used, like I said, in one of my other podcasts, you use some, some seltzer water, squeeze some lime in there with some vodka. It's good. I like it. So I had a full cup, full, beautiful cup. I spilled it all over the Mac. Okay. This was, this was a while ago, whatever. It was like, tweaking. It was kind of weird. The touch bar stopped working immediately. I did all the stuff that you could, flipped it upside down for like two days and whatever. And it was kind of fine. The screen glitched a little bit and then it also would just shut off sometimes, which is not good. But I was like, I just, I had too much anxiety to go through the whole process of going and talking to people and getting it fixed. I just didn't want to do it, which is stupid because it's literally my job. So, Whatever. My laptop was cool. It was fine. One night, okay? Great dramatic story for you. One night, I'm here in the Airbnb. I'm with Sheila. We wanted to watch a show, but it was not on the Canadian Netflix. It was on the American Netflix. So I, I'm like, yeah, I got my laptop. We can use the VPN. We log in. We use the VPN. We start watching. I was hungry and I don't want to cook a whole meal because it was like 8 p.m. And there's this there's this thing here called Mr. Noodles in Canada it's like ramen in a cup, you know, the cup of soup ramen. And I wanted to see what the hype was because it's the Canadian ramen brand or something. And I was like, Oh, I'll try some Mr. Noodles. So it's in a cup, by the way, if you don't know, you know, those cup noodles. So I boil some water, get it, get it going, get the soup going. It takes like 120 seconds. Come back, put it on the table. I'm sit at the table. I'm on right now. You can't see it anyways, it's a coffee table, you know, the ones you have in the living room. So I got my laptop there. I got my soup. I'm holding it and I'm eating it. Put it down on the, on the table sometimes because I don't want to hold it the whole time. I went to reach over to grab something. I forget exactly what it was. And the, the cup of ramen was full. By the way, the ramen was not good. It was just, I just didn't like it. I am so sorry. I didn't like it. I don't know what it just, I don't know. It tasted not good to me. So I was like, okay, whatever. It's mediocre. I'll just eat it because I'm hungry and I I have to eat it. So I kind of force forcing eating it, and I was like, I don't even want this. I was I was gonna go throw it out, but then like I said, I was I was hungry, so I continued to eat it, put it down. Then for some reason, I reached over to do something. I don't know what it was. There was something behind the laptop. I guess I wanted to grab it, and then it happened. My my forearm hit the cup of noodles, and it poured out everywhere, all into the laptop. Just that's the only spot it spilled. Not on the table, not on the huge table. That's like, that's like two by four feet. Okay. It spilled on the small 13 inch Mac e- everywhere. The vegetables, the vegetables went in the vents, uh, in the keyboard, the noodles were on it. So I flipped it upside down and I heard like, s- like sizzling sounds. and I was like, oh my because I have a spare laptop at home. I didn't bring it with me. I wasn't like, I'm going to spill stuff on my laptop. So turn it upside down because you want to get all the liquid out. Uh, whatever. I won't, I'll spare you a lot of the details on the specific sounds and things that were happening. Left it there, left it upside down overnight. I, you know, I wiped it down, got all the vegetables off of it, whatever. Then I went to edit in the morning. Like I edit YouTube videos. If for some reason you don't know, and um it was going good it was cool it was fine and then the screen started glitching it started doing all types of things and i was like what the fuck okay yeah it makes sense because i spilled soup all over it that that only makes sense that it wouldn't work i should probably take it in and i just kept editing and i was like i'm gonna do it until it dies and then and then i put the mac to my ear and it was making all different types of beautiful sounds so i did shut it off and i was like i gotta take this to the store so this this in itself is a story. I'm gonna fast forward this as much as I can because I got a lot of great stuff to talk about. But <laughs> so I call up Apple. I'm like, "Hey, where's the nearest place I can take this?" And the lady gave me a place, so I went there because I wanted to go to somewhere that's open asap. I gotta get this done. I go to the store. I bring the I bring the Mac in. Thank God I had Apple Care Plus because it does cover liquid damages, and it's only like 400 CAD. And if I were to like, if I didn't have that, it might cost, you know, it could cost $1,000. It could cost $2,000 to repair this Mac. And it's like, you don't want it. You could buy another laptop with that. Right. So I was like, yes, it's not going to be that much money, whatever. So I bring it to the guy. He's like, so it's going to take like three to four weeks. And I was like, uh, what? <laughs> Cause I can't afford to take three to four weeks off. This is what I, my, this is my job. Like I, I have a pot. Hey man, I have a podcast to run. You probably don't even care, but I got to run this podcast. I got to run my channel. This is my whole life. My life is on the stupid computer. And anyways, he, he said that they have a, a rush, like a rush shipment, a rush repair, but you've, you got to pay extra for the rush repair. So I paid extra for the rush repair because I was not going to wait an entire month and not post So I'm still waiting on that. I actually, what I'm doing right now is I also got a rental Mac, which is a whole other story, but it took forever to get it, but I got it and I I had it, I have it for a week. So I'm very happy, but yeah, that was, that was the sad story with my laptop and that was just the start of my sad week. I'm being dramatic. The week wasn't really that bad. But so what else happened in my week? Huh? Let's see. I cut my own hair because I was bored and it was in my eyes. So if you're watching this on YouTube, so sorry. It could be worse. (laughs) All right, here we go. Let's get into the. I have to like hunch over to speak into this microphone. And it hurts my back. Anyways, the Capitol. Are you sick of hearing about it yet? Yeah? Yeah, I bet you are. But (laughs) I wanted to give my take on it. Basically, I mean, I've seen a bunch of people say the same things that I'm about to say, but I don't don't like to get all political on my channel and stuff, but I don't think this is like a super political happening. I think it's just a really awful happening that should be discussed, regardless of the political compass that you own, right? That doesn't make any sense. Regardless of the political um, views that you hold. Okay, were any of you on social media when this was happening, or the TV, or anything? Or Was it in live time? Because I, I was watching a stream by a political commentary YouTuber, and it was, it was insane. It was so I couldn't believe what was happening. I watched it the whole day just because I do that well, when I'm focused on something, and it's happening. I'm just I'm I'm locked in, I'm locked in. Right, so. It's like, okay, why, why would you, a, a president lost and you are storming a government building, one of the most important buildings because your president that you like lost. I really would love to know what he did for these people personally. Like how much did he change your life? how, this is what I need to know, that you would go and, and you would go and commit a crime and break into a building. If Trump won again, I could see people getting all upset and getting riled up because he has taken away people's rights. He has scared people. He's done a lot of damage. Okay. Sum it up. A lot of damage. And, And I, people would feel sick if he won. People would be outraged. Okay. But it's like, why would they get so mad because he lost and I can't, I'm just trying to think. Just take the loss and move on. It's not a big deal. You're not supposed to idolize the person who runs the country. They're just supposed to do a good job and make people happy and keep the country going. You don't have to idolize them. And unless they, unless they are great, you don't have to be obsessed with them. You can't, you can't defend their every move. Everybody fucks up. So why can't people just admit that? Like I'll admit when I mess up, you know, great leaders will admit when they mess up, but it's more of a cult mentality when you defend somebody's every single action. People make mistakes. It's normal, dude. (laughs) I gotta, this is what I want to show you. All right. There's a guy who admitted on TV that he broke into the building and committed a crime. He literally gave his name. I'll, I'll play you the audio. If you're on YouTube, I'll play you the video. So check it out. Check it out. It's fucking hilarious, dude. Okay.
0: Can you just start with your first and last name and where you're from?
1: Yeah, I'm Thomas Barani from New Jersey.
0: Can you show us your hand? Yeah. How did you get that on your hand? Well, we had uh, stormed into the the chambers inside and there was a young lady who rushed through the windows. A number of police and secret service were saying get back, get down, get out of the way. She didn't heed the call and as we kind of raced up to grab people and pull them back, they shot her in the neck. And she fell back on me and started saying she was fine, it's cool.
1: Okay. All right. Gave his his full name. I actually saw that tape of what he's talking about. I saw the, I saw the video of that and she was going, she was going in. I don't know where she was. She was going into something. She just tried to get in through some window or something. And then, and then that, that happened. So, you know, if, if the secret service was telling me to get back I would, I, for, okay, I wouldn't be there in the first place anyways, but if, if anyone was telling me to get back, it could be a man in the street telling me to get back. I'd be like, oh shit, okay, like why, why, you know? Anyways, I'll continue to play this.
0: And how did you get back out of the building? Uh, riot, riot police came in and started ushering us out with their, their sticks. Where did you enter the building and where did you exit? Other side with the scaffolding. We tore through the scaffolding through flashbangs and tear gas and blitzed our way in through all the chambers just trying to get get into congress or whoever we could get into and tell them that we need some kind of investigation into this and what ends up happening is someone might have ended up dead and that's not the kind of government we can have
1: Uh, okay so this guy's confused as to why they got in trouble for storming the building and also he thinks going into that building is going to make a difference in the election like what is what (laughs) i can't believe these people thought that going into the building would change the election outcome after it has been proven again and again and again that the whole thing was fine and normal and fair, like multiple times. <laughs> but they still think that Trump didn't lose. I, ah, oh, dude. Thank you for
0: telling us your story. Yeah, Just make sure people know because this, this cannot stand anymore, this is wrong. They don't represent anyone. Not Republican, Democrat, Independent, nobody. And now they'll just they'll kill people. Who are you saying will kill people? I, I don't... Police, congressmen and women, they don't care. I mean, they think we're a joke. $2,000 checks was a joke to them. You know, there's people filming us, laughing us as we march down the street. At the uh, the Department of Justice, there's a man in the window laughing at us, filming us.
1: <laughs> you are a joke. <laughs> what? the the people of the 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 american people don't represent the american parties that doesn't even make any sense you of course they do (laughs) okay and and then he mentions two thousand dollar checks like were you going into the building to get a two thousand dollar check because you're kind of storming in for the wrong reasons here i thought it was to change the election and to to make a difference right but they they think it's funny to not give you a two thousand dollar check i think they're laughing they'd laugh at you more for for storming a building over an election not a two thousand dollar check
0: and here it it was a joke to them until we got inside and then all of a sudden guns came out
1: why is he pretending to be shocked that guns came out when you broke into a government building hello how many times do i have to say it
0: (laughs) but i mean we're we're at a point now it can't be allowed to stand We have to do something. People have to do something. Because this could be you or your kids. Thank you, Tom. Yeah.
1: Dude. (laughs) What? Okay, if you're not watching the video of this and you're just listening on the podcast, I'm going to tell you. So this is just the dude. He's being recorded, right? And it just shows his face, like his hat, and he's wearing a hoodie. And he has like a little bit of blood on his hand. You can't even see like a cut. It's just like a, a very, very light, minimal amount of blood. Probably the size of like two quarters okay just think about that in your head for a second he holds up his hand at the end and he says that he's like this could be you or your kids what what first of all i'm smart and if i had kids they would be smart too so they wouldn't be they wouldn't be trying to do this at all second of all where's the cut i don't even see your cut yeah, next time I'm next time i chopping vegetables and I nick myself by accident, I'm going to be like, oh, this is why I don't chop vegetables. This could be me or my kids. I can't, oh, this could be you or your kids. Don't chop vegetables, please. Quick little question for you. Have you ever seen the trending page on YouTube? I've seen it a couple of times and I don't really look at it because everything on it is just extremely uninteresting to me every single time, right? So I looked at it today, went on, and the first video that was trending guess what it 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 guess it guess what yo did you guys just hear that did that pick that up hold on a second that shit picked up on my microphone I don't know what that was that has never happened to me ever and that was it was you heard that that's kind of freaky who's uh who's got a curse going on me here is something paranormal in this in this airbnb Hello. I'm home alone. Hello. Come on out. Please don't come out. I'm just kidding. Don't. I can't see anything because these lights are so bright. Yeah. Now we'll get back to the podcast of me shitting my pants. Just kidding. It was probably just a, just a little glitch in the system. The laptop's a little old. It's not mine. Anyways, what was I talking about? It was, oh yeah, it was, uh, have you ever watched kids content, right? So the first, where is it? yeah the first video that was on trending can you guess what it guess what it guess what it is <laughs> nah can you guess what it is though I got scared when I said that you guess what it is kids content okay it's kids content and the title of this video was we found a key in frozen ice mmm yeah that sounds like exactly what I would love to watch so fun such a fun concept obviously that's fun for the kids to watch but I just, I was, after I saw that, I was just sitting here thinking like, why, why do people start kids content? It is easy money, but a lot of the people who start it, like, like the Ace family, for example, or whatever, it's the only people I can think of, is they're my age and how could it possibly be fun to do that? Maybe I shouldn't be judging other people for the content they post even if it's for kids. Because they might be sitting here thinking, why does this dude do commentary? That shit is so lame and so not funny and it's boring. Something funny that I also found on the trending page was Minecraft. You know, Minecraft came out in 2011 and I just thought it was super weird that it's like made a giant comeback recently. I know people, I know the game is timeless. Games are timeless, right? I used to play it. I I play it here and there. But Minecraft has just come back with a, a vengeance for some reason on YouTube. And I'm mad because I want to be a Minecraft YouTuber. I want to do that. I was, I tried to be a Minecraft YouTuber like seven years ago. Nobody cared. Now everybody likes Minecraft. That's not fair. I'm going to start a Minecraft channel. It'll be perfect. It'll be fun. Yeah. So look up for my Minecraft channel coming to you in 2025. Okay. We'll see if people still like the game then. And <laughs> all right. Hear me out today. Short men deserve rights. Reasons why we have better posture. Uh we can be fast, right? Because we're small. We're like a little bullet. Okay. I'd be a great football player and a great basketball player, great hockey. Come on. You can't deny it. I'm really fast. I actually really am. I was one of the best on my track team and cross country team. Actually, I was the best on the track team at the um, the short run. I forget what that's called because <laughs> I haven't done it since middle school. What is the hundred meter, the hundred meters, I was the fastest. Always put on it and I always won. Better watch out. You better watch out, tall men, because I can beat you in a 100-meter dash. I promise. We can also fit in a car and a plane, okay? You know, the tall boys can't. 6'5", good luck sitting in coach. You can't fit? It's uncomfortable for you, isn't it? Isn't it? Anybody who's 6'5", anyone who's 6'5", listen to this? Six foot, maybe? Can you fit in a plane? That sounds mean. I don't mean to I'm just saying you have long legs and I wish I did. We can also fit in a suitcase or a trash bag if it's needed if you want to sneak a plus one up to the hotel party and it's just so happens to be a short guy put him in a suitcase. They're not going to they're not going to know. We can fit in a suitcase. The reason I wanted to talk about being short is I saw this one Twitter post. Also I also always make short jokes on all the time because I'm short. I'm on the shorter side. There's a post on Twitter talking about how 5'10" is short for a guy. And then I sat back and I was like 5'10" is short for a guy. 5'10" is short. What? That's like the average height. What do you And then and then my heart shattered into a million pieces as well as my confidence. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I know that I am, uh, I'm, I'm very, I am, I'm, I am good. So height <laughs> I, I doesn't matter. I <laughs> just thought this was interesting for the show lovers out there. So Sheila made me watch all of the Vampire Diaries. I dreaded going into it. Okay. I was like, what is this Vampire Diaries? I, I don't even like the sound of it. Okay. And now, after watching the entire show, I love it. It is a great show. I think it's awesome. I want to date Damon Salvatore, okay? Or or maybe Stefan. Don't tell Sheila I said that. Because she actually doesn't watch my podcasts. And if you clip it and you send it to her, watch what happens. Just watch. Just wait. But we made a deal. Because I originally thought I would hate The Vampire Diaries. But I love it. I would rate it like... 10 out of 10 for a show. Our deal was that if I watch Vampire Diaries, she will watch Jersey Shore. So if any of you like Jersey Shore, you know what she's in for. I'm just I'm so excited to show her. That shit, that was the funniest thing when I was a teenager. That show is the best. I had the biggest crush on Snooky. Anyway, so we're gonna come to conclude this podcast after talking about myself basically the entire time. I'm so sorry. I hope you enjoyed it though. Let me know. So I got two of these LGBT stories for you and I'm gonna read the Reddit last. Just like to switch it up as always because these ones are really great. we got a a little bit of a long one and a short one here. So let me start out with this long one, right? I want to start by giving some background to my story. I'm from San... Mm-hmm. I'm from San Francisco, which is known for being a very LGBTQ supportive city. However, my family is very religious, and they don't fit the stereotype that all San Franciscans are liberal and accepting. I've attended private Christian schools all my life, so I've had my share of homophobia. In seventh grade, I realized I was gay. And honestly, I was so relieved because I was scared that I would have to kiss a girl, mostly because my friends were all girls. However, I was terrified of telling anyone, so I kept my orientation a secret until a year later when a very manipulative friend of mine somehow forced me into coming out to her. She suddenly loved hanging out with me, and although I didn't see it at the time, it was because she just wanted a gay best friend. She ended up forcing me to come out to my other friends when I was not ready, and even though my other friends are great people who didn't care at all, I was still very scared because I never knew to whom she would make me tell next. Later that year, some people outwardly refused to vote for me in the student council because they thought I was too gay and feminine, and I was devastated. The guys in my class made fun of me when I had to talk to them for projects or interact with them at all. Overall, I became a very closed off person. When it came time for me to go to high school, I was scared because I didn't feel like I would be accepted by an entirely new group of people, especially at my school, which was very religious. I ended up meeting some great people, even though it took me two years, but I still could not even get myself to say the word gay in front of them. Anyway, this past summer, I met up with one of my best friends, safely of course, for COVID, and I decided that it was time to come out. I sat there for like 20 minutes because I couldn't even speak. I was that scared. I finally said that I was gay with many tears, and while I was afraid that she would hate me, she was so supportive of me and made me feel so special. We talked for a while, and I feel like we've been closer ever since. I still haven't told my parents or any other family members, but I'm working on that. It might take a while, but I'm working on getting there. I guess the message to my story is that you should try to seek out friends who will support you no matter what. People who hate you because you're gay, trans, lesbian, pansexual, etc. are not your friends. There's someone out there who will be your friend for who you are, and even though it may take a while to meet them, it's possible. I love that. That, I love that little ending. I I wanted to share that because of the the entire great message and how scary it can be, you know, wherever you are. You know, San Francisco, very LGBT friendly, but the religious schools and the people who still made fun of him for being too, what was it, being too, uh, Feminine a man can be the slightest a man can be the slightest bit feminine, and people just say that it's too much, too much, way too much and it's just like i can I, people can't let people live, you know, yeah, the story was super good, you know he came from San Francisco, it's super l g b t friendly but kids in school still made fun of him for being too feminine or whatever, and it's just it shows how places can be, but in the end, you know, still a happy story, you know, still accepted himself. And the message there at the end, I thought that was good. That's exactly how I think people are going to hate you for being literally for being gay, literally for being too feminine, for being lesbian, for being trans, whatever it is, anything LGBT. I don't entirely know why, but sometimes people are just like that and they're not good humans, but you are going to find friends who support you and help you through this. And, you know, I make my friends my family. Let me give you this other LGBT story and then grandma getting farted on. I grew up in a very religious household and I knew that my dad wouldn't support me, but I didn't know how serious they really were about it. When I was 15, I was really depressed and I thought that if I went on a date with a girl, it might help. The benefit of having homophobic parents is that they won't suspect anything. That's what I thought, and I was probably right. So, I told my dad I was going downtown to hang out with my friend, but my dad had to return library books, and I didn't know, so he saw me holding my girlfriend's hand. He stopped in the middle of the road, causing a traffic hazard, yelled at me through his window, and took me home. That night, he tried to throw me out, but my mom wouldn't stand for it, so the two of us left, and I haven't seen my dad since. I'm so grateful for my mom and everything she's done for me. This was a short one, but I thought it spoke a lot. At least you have your mom there for you, you know? I feel like there's always going to be that one person. Like, that doesn't mean that you can't go and find a friend who's going to love you for you. Because you're not weird for being gay. You're not weird for being trans. There's so many gay and trans people. Just because it's not the most popular doesn't mean it's super weird and gross. I just, some people just need to take a chill pill. I I just don't understand. (laughs) I really don't. But yeah, I thought I would share these stories because, you know, they both have a pretty happy ending. The second one, not the happiest ending, but, you know, still a little bit of positive in there. And we can end this podcast on a lighter note about grandma. All right. So found this subreddit, am I the asshole, for telling my son that the reason grandma doesn't visit anymore is because she got farted on. Okay. And here's the story. My mom lives across the country and we see her maybe once a year. We used to be very close, but she could not accept my wife and my mom can be a massive spoiled brat. So if she doesn't like someone, they're going to know it. My mom has a lot of money and my wife comes from a poor background. So my mom always has thought she was better. She would make little digs about my wife, not being classy or feminine. My wife is a pretty confrontational person. So she did not take my mom's bullshit. My mom came to visit about six years ago and was in a bad mood because my stepdad refused to come because of the house, food, and no hotels being around. My mom was kind of codependent and was not happy. She made her typical digs during the stay, and then it came time for me to drive her to the airport. Okay, side note, this is where it gets juicy. All right. My wife was pregnant, and if you know what pregnancy farts smell like, you will get why this was the perfect opportunity. I locked all of the windows, and my wife blasted farts the entire ride to the airport immature yes but a great moment in our marriage (laughs) my mom was furious and ended up barely talking to me for months and didn't say congrats when her son was born we we've kind of worked through it but she no longer makes an effort to see us and won't visit so we see her about once a year when we visit family my five-year-old son asks why grandma doesn't visit anymore because his other grandma visits all the time i told him grandma doesn't visit because she got farted on and told him the story Being a five-year-old boy, he thought it was hilarious. He ended up bringing it up in front of my mom during our monthly video chat. My mom demanded to know why I told him. I said it was a funny story and the truth and that I don't like to lie. My mom teared up and got off call. Now she is saying that she should have gone no contact back then, and this is humiliating. She called my wife trash and a pig, so we got into it. I just can't believe she cares more about farts than her family. Okay, so I think the original poster, I think this guy is kind of an asshole. Okay. Yes. The mom is rude for being rude, but, but you trapped grandma in a car with the windows up with farts. I don't even, I don't want to know what pregnancy pregnancy farts smell like. Okay. If I had to sit in a car, I'm going to, how long was the car ride? I'm going to just, let's just pretend it's like like a 25 minute thing to the airport. Usually it's like 25 minutes, but sometimes it's long because airports can be far. So if it was an hour, I'm surprised grandma is still alive. Instead of farting up the entire car, why didn't they just sit down and have a normal conversation? Like, if this is actually a real thing, I don't know if this is bullshit or whatever, someone's, like, trolling, but if it's real, why didn't you just have an adult conversation about it? Why did you trap grandma with pregnancy farts? <laughs> what the fuck? I wouldn't even... That is That is torture. Honestly, if somebody trapped me in a car instead of confronting me about the issues that they had with me and farted for thirty minutes, I would probably not talk to them again either. So, hey, if you if me and you ever get an argument and you want to never talk to me again, just do that, and I will never talk to you again. Okay, deal. All right, so I'm gonna go now. Hey, thanks for listening. If you haven't rated the podcast and you're able to do so, make sure you go do it. If you haven't subbed to the channel. Or anywhere you're listening to the podcast, make sure you do it. I appreciate you all listening so much. Sorry for missing that week. Hopefully, by the time my next episode is up, uh, my laptop will be okay and recovered. So, I'll see you all then. Thank you for listening. Bye-bye.